This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is It's Always Game Day in Cincinnati with Lindsey Patterson and Mike Santagata. We are back on It's Always Game Day in Cincinnati. We talked about Jonah Williams. Now it's time to get to Joe Mixon. Um, I've mentioned Zach Taylor hearing his post-draft press conference. It really felt encouraging that Joe Mixon will be back next year. We don't know if they've confirmed that the contract's going to change, um, if they've you know, had that discussion. I know it's been brought up, reports from Paul Diener at The Athletic, that they've um, went to Joe Mixon in the offseason and just said, hey, maybe there's a little restructure here when it comes to the contract. Um, who knows what is happening there, but for Joe Mixon, it really feels like a 90% chance, I would say, that he's going to be on the roster in 2023. What do you think about that? Yeah, somewhere around there. They didn't put the premium pick into the position. Um, running back still going higher than people predict. I think that is one big takeaway from the draft. I'm, I haven't listened to a lot of NFL shows because I'm I'm doing my final articles and checking out a little bit. <laughs> it's like, it's been a long year. I need the break. Um, not from this pod, but just from, you know, uh, consuming everything. But yeah. that's, I think the biggest story to me was Bijan went about as high as you predicted that he could go. And then Jameer Gibbs goes higher than you predict. He could go. Zach Charbonnet goes as high as you think he could go. A uh, guy I thought was a fourth round grade. Kendra Miller goes in the third round. It's like, these guys were drafted pretty highly. And uh, when did they take Devon A. Chain, the Dolphins? They love that speed. I think that was in the third round. So, like, all these guys were going earlier than you think. And that hurt the Bengals a little bit, who I think wanted to look in the third round, maybe the fourth round for their guy. And they got a good one in the fifth round. I, I like that pick. But um, when you don't spend a day one or day two pick on a running back, I don't think you're going to move on from Joe Mixon. And I actually didn't even think they're going to move on from if they got, like, Charbonnet in at 60. I thought that was still they're going to try to mix and match and let them both be in the offense this year, and then you move on. Now, it actually almost feels more like Joe Mixon is a part. I think there might be a higher chance that Joe Mixon is on the team next year than he is cut this year. Oh. I I mean, I don't think it's a – I don't think either one's that likely. But if you had to, like, they didn't, they went for Chase Brown, who I think they see as the change of pace guy, a guy that can hopefully grow into the pass protection role that I'm guessing Travion Williams has, which I was a doubter of all offseason. Um, but eh, they trust him, they trust him. Um, they just haven't shown that trust before. 
yeah, I just like they keep talking about him as if he is the featured runner. Like we need guys that compliment him, that you know work well with him, et cetera, et cetera. Now he's getting older, and I don't think he gets extended or anything. But I mean, he mentioned he wanted to be a Bengal his whole career. Do they just throw a cheap two-year deal at him and he takes it? Like that is not impossible. He he's probably not seeing that what $16 million cap hit next year that has about a 0% chance of happening unless he wins offensive player of the year. Um, I still don't see it happening. <laughs> still no. <laughs> like Burrow goes down for a few games and he runs for 2000 yards or something. Maybe that's how they keep it. But uh, even then you're probably like, that's eh, not good use of resources. Um, but you know, like you let that go and then you just say like, we'd still like to keep you around. We think you're a good runner and they give him, Two years, 10 million, something around that range. Two years, 12 million. I can see that happening. Like, I don't think that's impossible. I don't know. What do you think? Or am I just galaxy brain over here? Uh, I think this is probably the last year, to be completely honest with you. But let me ask you this, because, I mean, goodness, we've talked every topic possible when it comes to Joe Mixon, even during regular season when a lot of people were down on him. Um, You know, we mentioned could be playing with an injury little bit wasn't fully healthy but Mm -hmm. do you think because you can tell me if i'm wrong i I know that we get we hear offensive line offensive line maybe that's why he doesn't have his numbers weren't that great but like joe mixon had one of his best seasons when the offensive line was terrible um with the cincinnati Bengals. so i don't really even point to the offensive line for any of mix for most of mixon struggles at least i shouldn't say any because that's going to be a concern for me personally do you have faith that he can be okay, like the old Mixon? Hmm. Old Mixon is hard because I thought Mixon in 2021 was probably about a top five running back. Mm-hmm. That's Mixon fair. Mixon wasn't really close to that this year, even when he did get healthy. But do I think he'll be okay? I think he'll be okay. But, and maybe this is, a lot of talk about I've always been high on him on the field. I think he's a good player. Maybe this is just, you know, me coming up with excuses. I thought the injury was real in the first four weeks. He kept, he left all four of the first four games for that ankle injury. Also, do you remember how bad the offensive line was to start this season? Because we were having that talk every week about like, I remember the Frank Pollock needs fired talk. I remember when is this offensive line going to gel talk and Finally, it hits and they're playing at a pretty good level. But I remember early on, like nobody was happy with the offensive line, whether that is Burrow taking nine sacks in the first two weeks or the run game just not getting going. So I think that played an issue. He got injured, sat out some games. I think he could be good still, um, maybe in that our running back, you know, like the fringe top 12 type, you know, upper third of the league. I don't know if I could see the the fifth or so best running back anymore. He still has a lot of value when he plays well and plays healthy. And we saw that at times last year. And with this offensive line more gelled together and knowing what they're doing, I could see this working out. All right. So we got Joe Mixon, Chase Brown. When you think of them and you've had time to watch more Chase Brown, what do you think about this as RB1, RB2? And, and they're more than likely going to have Dravion Williams as their, their third down back. Or not third down back, but their third back. Yeah. Uh, I do think Chase Brown could win that role. Um, 
I like Chase Brown. To me, he is change of pace like. Uh, I don't think you could make him the workhorse really, uh, which is fine. And if you want a, a full on committee, I think he fits into that too. He doesn't have to just be 20, 20 snaps a game or something like that. Um, you could 35 or whatever. I don't know how many snaps the offense had the particular game I'm theorizing about, but uh, I see him more as a guy that is like the B to somebody's a, there's a few reasons for that. Mostly in my mind, the first one that comes to mind is just the uh, the workload he's had. He's had a huge workload. If you want him to last, then you're probably going to want to limit his touches a little bit. The more hits you take, the more likely you are to get injured and uh, wear, wear and tear uh, just on the body. But also, I don't, I don't think he's really a guy that does a fantastic job of He's flashed it, but he doesn't consistently run through contact, finish forward, and you know find those hidden yardage by running through defenders or making a lot of guys miss. He did a little bit of that. I see him more as a guy that likes to get the runway and off to the third level and out racing people. I think he's very fast. He's very explosive. He He's a guy that I see as someone you drop into the game when the offense just doesn't have that spark right now. And you're just like, we need that spark. So I'm going to toss in chase Brown and try to get something out of it. Uh, A little bit, you know, like Tony Pollard and the Cowboys, not comparing him to Tony Pollard, but just the idea of they go to Pollard when, you know, they need the spark. They need, they don't want the grinder right now. They want the guy that can create something out of nothing, somebody that can create the explosive play. So that's what I see Chase Brown's role. I think he could develop into the full-time receiving back. Uh, That would take better technique as a pass protector. And this goes against what I guess Todd McShay and some people have said, um, which I I think he's good for a college guy. I just don't think he could step in and be the passing down back this year. Almost only like Roshan Johnson and Bijan Robinson could do that coming out of this class or Hunter Lupke was a fullback. So I think uh, he does a really good job of knowing where he's going, knowing who to pick up, getting there in time, getting there, you know, looking good, everything before blocking. He does a great job. It's just the actual blocking. He'll go head down and lean sometimes. He won't sit down and kind of shoot his arms. He'll use his shoulder at times uh, and just gets beat doing that. And when he does try to sit back, sometimes he'll just get railroaded. Uh, But I don't think, it's a size issue because he's what 210 pounds. I don't think it's, you know, something he can't do ever. I just think right now it's a risky proposition without him becoming a much better technician uh, as a pass protector. But where I see it is he's probably a long-term running back too, uh, not the guy. If they do move on from Mixon, which you definitely think is happening. And I think is probably happening. Yeah, and I, I shouldn't be so. I, I, mean, I, <laughs> I do. I do probably happening i just i don't see him getting cut not this year nope i don't see it happening this year um i would be pretty surprised i guess still not shocked but pretty surprised uh so i think they find a guy and this will make a lot of people upset that running backs don't matter just let chase down take the role i think they're gonna go for a guy next year i think they are gonna pull the trigger on a somebody who can either be the lead horse or at least get like a 50 50 split with Brown, I think is what they're looking for. I don't think they're going to treat chase Brown. Like he was treated at Illinois and 
it's more so to do with his wear and tear, age and everything like that, but also a little bit with the skill set. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. I do want to say this, um, just so Bengals fans know if, if you're watching or you're listening to this. I do think Joe Mixon is going to be on the roster this year. I just don't see it the following year. Um, and it just feels like it after draft weekend when it comes to replacements and and, and uh, Chase Brown coming in late in the draft that they're going to stick with Mixon. And that's totally fine. I hope I hope Joe breaks all the records in the world. Um, and he has the great season. They're going to need that from their run game. It would be nice to balance that out. Um, but with Chase Brown, and, and I know we've already had our podcast where we went through all the picks, but I do want to bring this up with him because I was listening to the running back coach and he was talking about after they drafted Chase Brown that, you know, you, you can't fix your height in, when you're an NFL player, but you can fix, you know, a fumbling problem, which yeah. that was a concern with Chase Brown. That would be Does, another issue with him being the lead horse right now is just fumbling and how much better does he get? Because he is older is another question, but continue. Sorry. Does that, does that, do you feel like that's pretty fixable? Cause that does scare me a little bit. Yeah. I think you can always get better at something like that. I don't think that is um, an unfixable trait by any measure. I, you know, it's something that a lot of running back coaches preach and talk about. It's one of the main things they talk about is, you know, you fumble the ball and, you know, basically running the ball is supposed to be the safe option. Passing the ball, you could throw interceptions. Anything could happen down the field. The old school mentality, running the ball, nothing bad should happen. Um, if you're f- having bad things happen, you're going to get the ball less. Uh, it's just uh, I haven't looked hard enough at all of the fumbles, you know, because sometimes it's just a guy sneaks up behind you and just gets you from behind. But if it's, you know, guys raking at the ball, he has one arm on it, he's doing a little bit of the LaShawn McCoy stuff, Um then maybe that is very fixable. But if it's just like, he's just, I don't know, the, the forearm (laughs) bicep strength might not fully be there. Maybe that's a little bit less fixable, but still fixable. Uh, It's not something that's impossible in no way. Anything he does to cause these fumbles is that an impossible situation to fix. It does depend. Is this a technical thing? Is this a strength thing? Is this just an awareness thing? And I think all of those, will uh, be something that the running back coach is going to look at. And I think he is right that it is a fixable issue. You know, speaking of fumbles, it reminds me of, I'm not sure if you remember when the Bengals picked up Ben Jarvis Green Ellis, he never fumbled in his NFL career. I guess and Chargers. Then, and then he came here and he fumbled. Yeah. <laughs> oh my goodness. Was it Kareem Hunt never fumbled at Toledo? And then his first NFL game, he fumbled. Yeah. yeah I, a lot of those are wacky. It's they just, are. So is, you know, just random chance. Joe Mixon's not a fumbler, but I mean, he's had a, a game that he's Chargers fumbled before. Game, remember? Yep. Chargers game. Both running backs are fumbling the heck out of that ball. <laughs> but Eckler have three. <laughs> it wasn't great. Um, it's just something that will happen. You'll never get to zero 
but you want to limit it as much as you can. Mixon, that is probably one of his best traits is not fumbling yeah. the ball and ball security. So what better guy to have in the room to help him learn how to do that? Trivion Williams, he fumbled a lot in the, his only start, or he was the second back in that Dallas game. I think Geo fumbled, then he fumbled twice, and by the end of it, they were just... <laughs> <laughs> just had anybody out there um so you know it is something that gets better hopefully and uh it is definitely correctable does it get corrected is a different question than if something is correctable yeah i, I hope we just see which with chase brown that explosive play with the run mm-hmm. game it would just be nice to see and and maybe you know joe mixon is feeling better going into the season we'll see what the run game looks like but i would i would just like a balanced offense and i don't believe in it i know there's a theory out there and i feel like it's false and and we've talked about it that it's zach taylor doesn't want to run the ball um i mean i feel like you want to have a run game it's got Um, joe burrow is the first thing yes that's that's why is he throwing the ball 60 percent of the time because he throwing it less than 60% of the time, I mean, there would be real questions about (laughs) why are you not having the ball in your best player's hands or throwing it to your best player, whoever you think is the best player. Like, that should be most of the offense, but running the ball is still important to them. I think that is clear, like you were saying. I think that the 49ers game haunts Zach Taylor's dreams uh, (laughs) when Joe was cooking in the fourth quarter and they decided to run the ball in overtime. Um. That didn't work. I, I can't remember the play, but they didn't. They took the ball out of Joe's hands. When it was, was uh, wasn't it third? I think they started running the ball. It was second and like three. I think they ran it, and then it was third and one. They ran it, and they didn't pick it up, and then they kicked the field goal. It was something like that. Yep, yep. But he he admitted it afterwards. Uh, but yeah, hopefully Chase Brown's bring Chase Brown brings a lot to this offense. We got Jonah Williams out of the way. We got Joel Mixon out of the way. Both will more than likely be on this roster in twenty twenty three. And if the Bengals even decide to get rid of them tonight, um, I will be so annoyed because we just did two segments on them. But we'll move on to the tight end room because that's still a topic of conversation after the draft. Next on it's always game day in Cincinnati.